Welcome to a brand new episode of the Business Coaching for Artists podcast with me, your host, Susanna. I'm a vocalist and top-line writer with over 16 years experience in the music industry, and the past couple years it has become my mission to help talented artists build a sustainable music business that fits their values and the career and lifestyle they want to create. Hi guys, I hope you're well. Wow, it feels good to be back. As you may have noticed, it has been a while since the last episode of this podcast was uh, published. Six months to be exact. (laughs) So in this episode, I will talk about the reasons for my absence and share with you some of the insights that I've had along the way. Because, and I know this sounds so cliche, but I think it's a fact of life, In every setback, there are valuable lessons to be learned. If you're following me on Instagram, you may have already seen that I kind of had to slow down during the summer after realizing that I was on the verge of being overworked. So first, let me just explain what led up to it. In February, my boyfriend and I started house hunting. And boy, did I underestimate how much time goes into that. Researching houses, getting educated about the housing market, previewing homes, obviously, phone calls with real estate agents, meetings with our financial advisor, and just basically a lot of thinking work and paperwork and things to take care of. Now, I must say we have been really fortunate to have found a home we love and actually got our bid on the home accepted and all of that relatively soon. It took us about three months, which in this crazy housing market is almost like a miracle. But after getting your bid accepted, there's even more work inspections, contracts, insurances, and other paperwork. And, you know, don't get me wrong, all of this was for a good cause. Um, In a way, it's what us Dutchies call a luxury problem, meaning there are sacrifices worth making because they are for a good cause, for something that's going to make your life better. But it did really take quite a lot of time every week, not to mention the mental space um, that this whole house hunting thing was taking up in my mind. And at the same time, my work continued and I basically had less time in a week to get it all done. And on top of that, I had set myself a very ambitious goal to create and launch a brand new online course before we would get the keys to the house. Because the house is quite old, um, we knew we had to do quite a bit of renovations. So I wanted to make sure that I had my new online course up and running before we got the keys to the house and started renovating. That was uh, at the start of September. While simultaneously, I was also in the process of finalizing a couple of collaborations, so I was songwriting, Um, I was preparing to launch my own label and release my first release as an independent artist, 
which was a completely new thing for me. And it's not rocket science, but it does take time to figure out everything and to finalize the track. So yeah, I was kind of putting quite a bit of things on my plate. And towards the summer, I started to feel that something was wrong. But the thing is, you know, it kind of creeps up on you. So at the beginning, it's easy to kind of think light of the signs that your body is giving you and kind of just brushing them aside. I actually remember having this voice in my head that was often like whispering things in the back of my mind, like maybe you should take some more time off, watch out, you're going to burn yourself out if you continue this way, you are pushing yourself too hard. But whenever a thought like that came up, I would brush it aside because I had a plan and a tight schedule and I did not have time for that, for any of that. (laughs) And I'm laughing now, but, you know, um, of course, that wasn't really the smart thing to do. And the thing is, I do know better than that. I mean, don't we all? I think we all know and understand that rest is important and that We shouldn't put too much pressure on ourselves. But in practice, especially for ambitious people like us artists who also have chosen a path that's not the most conventional, conventional, that is often easier said than done. So then why, if we know this, why do we, despite knowing that, often ignore the signs and just keep going? And I've put quite a bit of thought into that. And the way I see it, different reasons can be at the root of this. For one, you know, keeping ourselves busy can be a coping mechanism for when we're going through some emotional stuff. It can be a way to make us feel safe and in control. You know, for example, when we're feeling insecure It can also be a way to receive acceptance and praise from other people. You know, a way to feel valuable, like I'm busy, so I matter. (laughs) And oftentimes it is simply because we're in survival mode, because we have bills to pay, because we want to build that sustainable career, but we're not seeing the results soon enough. And it can also just be because we crave that dopamine shot that comes with achieving something now looking back what I think was at the root of it for me was a combination of two things the first one being self-doubt and insecurities if I put it very simply income wise I wasn't yet where I imagined myself to be by now a couple years ago And it made me question my abilities as an entrepreneur. In other words, I wanted to prove to myself that I can do this and that I am capable. And besides that, and this is quite personal, I would like to start a family soon. And I think that deep down inside, this made me feel like it's now or never to get my career to a level where I can actually afford to take time off to raise a family. So, you know, I just ignored the signs and kept going. 
But there came a moment where I couldn't deny it anymore. I was having very frequent tension headaches that would often turn into migraines and then kind of wipe me out for two, three days. I also woke up most mornings dreading the day ahead and the things that I had to do. And even the things that I usually enjoyed doing. So that was a major red flag for me. I also dealt with quite a bit of negative self-talk. Not to other people, but in my head. And the smallest things would annoy me and throw me off. Um, Like I had a short fuse or something. And I even started to question, do I want to continue on this career path? Because I was just feeling so deflated and uninspired. And then after a while, after some reflection uh, on my daily walks, I realized that with the house hunt and everything else going on, the tight schedule uh, that I had given myself just wasn't sustainable. And that I had to cancel the new online course. That was my decision. I was like, what can I take out of my schedule that is going to give me some breathing room? And the answer was clear. That was the new online course. And then, you know, creating that space for myself gave me more peace of mind and allowed me to take extra time off to recharge. So I did not stop working completely, but working less definitely helped me feel better. And I got to work on the remaining projects with more ease, you know, without feeling in a rush, like working on my own label and finishing up that, uh, those releases, those collaborations. Now, I'll be honest, I did not recover overnight, but it felt good to give both myself and those remaining projects the time and energy they deserved. Um, And slowly I started to feel like myself again. And I slowly felt that entrepreneur spark (laughs) return. And I kind of knew it already. But this process has made me understand more clearly than ever what my pitfalls are. When I doubt myself or when I'm too preoccupied with what isn't there yet, the goals that I didn't achieve yet, then I have a tendency to cope with that by working harder, pushing myself and creating tighter schedules, you know, putting more on my plate. And obviously looking back, now I see that such behavior is just setting me up for failure. How can I expect to enjoy my work when I am constantly in a rush? And under pressure to succeed. How can I expect to feel inspired if I put a time frame on everything? Because I was feeling like, wow, if I'm not enjoying what I do, if I never if I don't feel inspired, then why am I doing this? Then is this even the right career for me? But I was looking at it the wrong way. <laughs> I didn't see that I took the joy out of, out of what I was doing by putting so much pressure on myself by being in a rush, by not having the patience to just work on my goals one day at a time. (laughs) Um, That was just taking the joy out of it. And if you're 
energies are drained, then it's hard for inspiration to, to flow. <laughs> then you're not that open vessel. Ve oh, that's a difficult English word. Vessel? Vessel. For the inspiration to come to you. So, you know, the past few months I have been making a conscious effort to practice with being patient and trusting that I am on the right path. And that this is my own journey. Um, and that sometimes, or probably always, the universe has a better plan than me anyway. So why should I fret so much about my goals and plans? Yes, it's good to have goals. I, I really believe in that, to have goals and dreams and to work towards them. But putting so much pressure on them and on yourself to achieve them that's only going to backfire on you and just and keep, and push you further away from reaching um, those goals. And I also started to keep a gratitude journal. I used to do that uh, for like two years and for some reason I kind of stopped doing it. But I started doing it again so I can be more conscious and appreciative of what is already there and be proud of how far I've come because we often forget what we already did, the growth we already experienced, the small wins, you know. So now I try to sit down and write in my gratitude journal at least once a week and basically just reflect on the week that passed and all the good things that happened. And another important thing is that I'm also trying, trying because it's a work in progress, trying to allow myself to go with the flow more. Yes, I still like to set goals and I still, it still helps me to make weekly and daily schedules, but I'm allowing myself to be flexible with it so that I can work more intuitively and follow the waves of inspiration when they hit me. Instead of being like, oh, wow, I got inspiration for a song or a post or a podcast or whatever. But I don't have time right now because I have this and this and this on my schedule. I'll do it tomorrow. But maybe tomorrow I won't. That, that spark of inspiration has faded. So I'm going to be, I promise myself to be more flexible with my schedule so I can ride those inspirational waves <laughs> when they pass me by, before they pass me by. And I want to emphasize that I'm practicing with this because I am aware that these are patterns that I have experienced my whole life. You know, I'm a recovering perfectionist, so <laughs> controlling things and trying to do everything the proper and right way and putting pressure on myself in that way has been a coping mechanism for me, uh, even when I was young. So it would be naive for me to think that I'll never fall into that trap again. On the contrary, because the past few weeks, I slowly started to slip back into that state of mind, into that doing energy, you know, of achieving and controlling and making things happen in order to ease my own self-doubt. 
But this time, I recognized the pattern early on. And instead of ignoring it and brushing it aside, I acknowledged it, did the inner work and kind of nipped it in the bud. (laughs) So all in all, this whole process has been, and actually still is, one big lesson in letting go, having faith, you know, being confident, having faith, practicing gratitude and being kind to myself and believing that I'm on the right path. Maybe I don't see it yet, um, exactly where I'm going, but I'm just going to put one foot in front of the other and let go of the outcome, you know, without being attached to the outcome. And it, the whole process has also reinforced for me what I already believed. That obstacles are opportunities, opportunities in disguise. You know, we can either let them defeat us or use them to learn and grow. And again, that's such a cliche, but cliches are cliches because they are often true. (laughs) Now, it's almost time to wrap up this episode. I hope my experience has inspired you. If there's anything you take from this, I hope it is the importance of taking care of yourself, no matter the circumstances in your business. And if for some reason you're not doing it for your own sake, if you're not taking care of yourself for your own sake, then at least do it for the sake of your business. We don't always recognize it, but at the end of the day, we are the most valuable asset our business has. And yet, we often put this asset last on our to-do list. I want to leave you with an exercise. Next time you feel or notice that you are pushing yourself, that you're stretching yourself too thin, putting too much on your plate and not really taking care of yourself like you should, just take a moment to go inward and ask yourself, what is at the root of this? I know this, what I'm doing right now, is probably not in my best interest, so why do I do it? Which need am I trying to fulfill? Which fear or insecurity am I trying to cover up? Or deal with and see which answers come up for you and let those answers help you figure out what is needed to change your perspective just like it did for me now from now on i'll be uploading podcasts again more regularly for the time being i won't be following a specific schedule so i can continue to let inspiration guide me Um, However, to make sure you never miss an episode, I highly recommend subscribing to the podcast on your favorite podcast app, which also really supports um, the podcast. And if you found this episode valuable, it would mean a lot to me if you could leave a positive five-star review on iTunes and share it with your fellow artists or anyone else you think might benefit from listening to it. This way I'll be able to reach and inspire even more talented artists such as yourself. 
And last but not least, join me on Instagram if you haven't yet. Just search for Business Coaching for Artists and hit that follow button. For now, I want to thank you for listening and I hope you'll join me again for the next episode.